Hello, welcome to episode, I guess it'd be like 7B of Monocool Movie Dudes. We were gonna do Dune today, what the fuck happened again. Keith's uh, incredibly ill. This is becoming yeah. a medical podcast. All of Keith's medical woes and <laughs> ailments and maladies. He lost his voice. I think he probably could have done it. We could have hooked up to like Microsoft Sam. Could have pretended it was oh, Stephen shit. Hawking. That would be awesome. Let's do it. Podcast. We should do it. Have him like have a keyboard, like his laptop or something, and just like have it speak out of the laptop. <laughs> He's not allowed to move the whole time, except his fingers to type. I would like some ice cream now. Ice cream, ice cream, My ice cream. My throat is tender. Yeah, I had to get his tonsils oh, out. This is gonna piss Keith off. We love you, Keith. You can just we bring hope it you. On. No, we hope you feel better, Keith. Yeah, yeah maybe. Anyway, yeah, Dune. What a movie. Oh, it's crazy. Much, but... I think it's totally unique to David Lynch. I think yeah. anybody else who would have made it would have made a completely different movie. There's so many interesting people attached to this movie and we'll talk about that more in the history so we're waiting for keith to feel better because keith yeah. is in love with space and He's a space freak be our first foray into david lynch's movies we're both pretty big fans i've seen i think all of his feature films plus all of the twin peaks tv show quite a few of his short films even pretty obsessed i've seen a handful of his movies not everything i really do enjoy everything he does it's um, fucking Pretty excited about Twin Peaks coming back next year. Yeah, that's as right. Weird yeah. as that is, that'd be 26 years after the show ended, 25 years after the movie. I haven't seen a lot of the show. What do you think they're gonna do with it? What direction? You've seen most of the show, I think. Yeah, I don't think I saw the end of it. It ends really weird. I just um, saw like the bulk of uh, Laura Palmer's. I saw the whole first season and almost half of the second. I think that's like episode 17 out of 30. So you've seen more than half of it, and a lot of the stuff after that is barely even worth watching. The show kind of fell apart but what do i think is gonna happen i think yeah. it's gonna have to be pretty different because some of the actors are now dead the guy that played bob he died in like 1995 damn yeah, jack nance died around 1997 he didn't have a huge part in the show but yeah he's not around anymore it'll be interesting because the show does leave off on a cliffhanger the cliffhanger and what actually happened what it meant is clarified a little bit in the movie even though the movie's a prequel i think it'll be cool i got pretty much everybody who was in it who's still living is back i mean they got Kyle MacLachlan, of course. David Lynch is, I think, actually going to direct every episode, which is probably the aspect of the show that I'm most interested in, because out of the 30 episodes in the original run, I think he only directed, like, six, but all six of those were, like, amazing episodes. The fact that he's actually going to be behind the camera the whole time is really encouraging to me. And they got Mark Frost back as well, the co-creator. I heard that Mark Frost is going to write a book that's going to come out in the meantime to kind of fill in a lot of the blank of what went on in Twin Peaks for 25 years. Huh. The second and third season. Oh, that's pretty cool. Huh. I think it'll be pretty neat. Yeah, it's a weird thing to bring back. I'm playing through that Twin Peaks like video game. Oh, yeah. The Deadly Premonitions that I am falling in love with. It's a really wacky thing. It's difficult to explain, probably. It's weird. Maybe we can get into that sometime. I feel like <laughs> that's a whole episode on its own. Yeah, there's a lot going on in that game. It's cool that, like, David Lynch has got his fingers in a lot of things. It's inspired a lot. It's come after his works. Japanese seem to really like him. Twin Peaks especially. Yeah, you still haven't seen those friggin' coffee ads I was telling you about. You gotta No, see I didn't. I was watching clips last night with my girlfriend just because she's never seen the show and I showed her that game and I was yeah. like, alright, now here's the show and she's like, yeah, it's pretty damn similar. Even with Tetsuo, the Iron Man. Oh yeah, that was very much like a racer yeah. in a lot of ways. It was like faster paced, of course. Had a similar feel. What's your favorite David Lynch movie? My favorite David Lynch 
movie probably still Blue Velvet. I'm a big fan of Eraserhead and The Elephant Man. Not that I dislike his later work, but the stuff he did, I guess, from Eraserhead up through the Twin Peaks movie, so like everything he did from like 1977 to 92, I tend to like more. But a lot of that later stuff I've still only watched once, and that's the thing about his movies, mm. is like they definitely bear repeating. Lost Highway, I, I almost say like I didn't like it. It was a, kind of a hard thing to get all the way through. I guess this is true of a lot of his movies, but things happen in the movie that don't make any sense and are never explained. There's aspects of it that I like. Remember Robert Blake? Robert Blake? So Robert Blake was an actor. He was actually really good. Hmm. He's in Lost Highway. He was in that movie back in 67, In Cold Blood. He was one of the little rascals way back in like the 40s. Oh, okay. He was in the lead of that show Beretta. I have seen on, most of these things. Though some of them I just know what they are. I've seen yeah. In Cold Blood. That's really good. He was charged with the murder of his wife. Holy shit. And he got off, so maybe he did didn't do it, but it was the craziest story with Robert Blake. It was one of those damn like Nancy Grace kind of things that the media just got obsessed with, even though he wasn't even that famous of a guy. His story was that he was at a restaurant with his wife and went out to his car to get his gun. I'm not sure what the fuck he needed his gun for, hmm. but he came back in the restaurant. Oh, she was dead. What a shock. It's the weirdest thing. I was that just busy getting. So I was weird. busy getting my gun to defend and, her, of and course, defend her honor. But I left and she got shot. Weird. Yeah, That's got, crazy. He got off. Robert Blake was really weird and really good in that movie. He played this character, I don't know who or what the fuck he was supposed to be, but his face was like totally white. And I guess that was his idea. It was like totally white and it looked like he was wearing like mascara on top of that. Weird. He was sort of like this menacing character. I don't know if he was supposed to like represent death or something. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. I need to see the movie again. I remember part of my problem was awesome. the soundtrack. It was this really not very good, weird industrial music. I think Ramstein did some of the music. Oh, yeah, they suck. Yeah, it was not my kind of thing, but I guess David yeah. Lynch likes it. Like, I love the soundtracks mm. for Blue Velvet and Twin Peaks that Angela Bottle many did. Some of his other movies, like the weird eerie music in the background of Eraserhead is really cool. But this movie, I did not get into the music. And... I'm trying to remember, was Wild at Heart David Lynch? Yes, it was. Because that might be my favorite one. I forget about that one because it, awesome. it came out the same year as Twin Peaks. They're both 1990. That movie was great. That movie is so good. I've only seen it like one and a half times because hmm. I watched it once in VHS then I watched part of it with you and then like went off to take a shower or something and didn't finish it. I, got, yeah. I do want to watch it again. It's great. It's really good. Well, I remember Keith got really excited about that because I was like, yeah, Wild at Heart, that's a David Lynch movie with Nicolas Cage <laughs> in it. And he was like, oh man, that's going to be dynamite. Yeah, totally. Keith had never seen a David Lynch movie until the other day he came over because we watched Dune with him for the show and then right after that we watched Blue Velvet and he really liked both of them. He was really into his whole weird style. It's a unique one. So we were talking earlier about movie theater experiences. What were some of the best or worst or just weirdest ones you've had? <laughs> one other thing was mentioned was like, what was the first movie that you ever saw in theaters? I definitely know which one it was. It was The Indian in the Cupboard, which was a pretty cool movie. It had pretty interesting special effects. I don't remember a whole lot about it because I was like five. And then not long after that, I saw The Lion King. I think that was the same year. I don't know. That movie was okay, I guess. Lion King? <laughs> yeah. I think it's pretty good. I don't really have much desire to go back to those Disney movies. I don't either. I don't get it. I think we talked about that in the last episode. How weird it is how many grown-ass adults are like mm -hmm. really, really into Disney movies still. It's weird. The animation's good. I mean, it's quality, I guess. It's kind of boring, you 
know? Like, the whole yeah. thing is just really stale. And good animation doesn't necessarily make a good movie. It just seems weird that some people just seem to just love all the same shit that they were into when they were, like, little kids and don't really expand past that a whole lot. At the store where I worked, we could pick the music. Like, it would rotate between each staff member that was working. And that's all a lot of people played were soundtracks to Disney movies. Or, in some case, DreamWorks movies, I guess. But mostly Disney. <laughs> DreamWorks soundtracks. Oh, gee. Oh, no. Road to El Dorado was at DreamWorks. El Dorado. El Dorado. I'm on the El Dorado. El Dorado. El Dorado. El Dorado. That's all I remember. That's all I remember from that soundtrack. Was fucking Elton John or whatever saying El Dorado like 58 times in a row. I remember trying to watch that movie with Ben. I know. All the time. I know. 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 78 times I know. Is that the road to El Dorado? No, that's. Ain't no sunshine since you gone. You know that song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great story. Bill Withers was some fucking auto worker in Detroit, originally from West Virginia, and he had a voice of Velvet Fog gold. <laughs> they just gave him this song, Ain't No Sunshine. He was like, do I really gotta say, I know, I know, I know, 72 times, I know. And they're like, dude, just read it. Read it like we wrote it. And he's really? like, alright, fine. I'm not going back to the car factory. I'm just gonna say I know a billion times and get paid. I mean, that's not I don't blame him. He did it well. Nobody weird. can say I know. Just quite, quite like, like Bill with Yes. I totally interrupted you. What were you saying? Oh, I would always fall asleep during all the Oh, yeah, every time tried it, that. like, just countless times <laughs> trying to get through this movie, and I just couldn't do it ever. It was really boring. That movie kind of sucks. Yeah, the soundtrack was really bad. It's crappy. It's a crappy movie. Or Christ on a Cracker, the fucking Tarzan soundtrack. Good. good. That's another that one that's, like, really day. crappy, man. It's Yo, bay and May. It's a... <laughs> Deep in thigh of May. do 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 that's the Terminator drums. That is the Terminator <laughs> drums. What am I thinking of? Wait, that's. All these shit sounds the same. All these fucking eighties drums. What the hell's going on here, man? Yeah, whether it's fucking Rick Astley or the Terminator or Phil Collins, they all have the same drum sound. Come on, dude. And the Terminators—they're all T100s, dude. It's crazy. T100 coming in the air yeah, tonight. Oh, that oh, should have been yeah. in that movie. <laughs> like, yeah. towards the end oh, of the first one. How's that beat go? Do, 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 do. Oh, well, How yeah, it starts out, like, really slow. Yeah. But eventually it picks up and he's like, do, 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 do. I'll feel it. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I heard this story. I don't know if it's true or not. Phil Collins, he was playing at a concert in the city. And he was supposed to end this concert on yeah, it's not a true, specific but song. <laughs> Is it not true? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe people will like it anyways. So he was going to play this one song to finish the show up. And he witnessed a man murdered before the show. And he just wrote this song really quickly and performed that instead. And that's like the legend of Feel It in the Air tonight. I'd heard something similar to that when he was a kid kid, I don't know, it seems like he's kind of guilty too if he didn't do anything, but he watched somebody watch somebody drown to death, and the person Ugh. that he saw like just didn't do anything, and then he wrote that song and then supposedly years later this person was at one of his concerts, and while he played that song, like his spotlight came down on this one guy. Oh. It wasn't about anything to do with that, it was just about his divorce. Oh, okay. It was directed mm. at his wife, soon to be ex-wife. Oh. Remember, there's actually a pretty cool show on VH1 back when they had pretty cool shows on VH1. <laughs> 
on and they would talk about a song and they would tell three stories about what a song was actually about and you could kind of like guess which one was real so what is that beyond belief or was it fact or fiction some other yeah there's some show like that where they can guess whether it's like a true story yeah remember there was like one with the U2 song one it was really just about the hard times that the band was going through internally but some people thought it was about somebody telling their dad that they had AIDS and then it's like the song Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield oh wow the meaning was supposed to be that Jesse was a girl and was a lesbian I don't think that turned out to be true either there's a bunch of songs and I think that Waiting in the Air Tonight might have been one of them makes me think of the Beatles oh yeah there's a ton of that crap and weird shit the Paul is dead theory (laughs) remember one of the worst things I'd ever seen it was this documentary about how Paul really is dead and trying to like make that case yeah Yeah, it's like the loose change of fucking Beatles documentaries I watched it with Ben because he was a Beatles nut yeah Yeah, we both thought it was stupid as hell but it was kind of funny really it was so ridiculous well there was that one that you brought over that one time that Beatles documentary oh shit Beatles celebration what the hell was that you know what it reminded me of the guy that was like the narrator and host of that documentary reminded me of that fascist (laughs) gamer on YouTube oh yeah remember that guy yeah that guy that Ben really likes looks like that dude a little bit like he kind of behaved like it was weird man I thought he looked pretty different though yeah I guess he did fascist gamer has glasses and no beard this guy's a beard and no glasses he seemed like he was trying to look like some kind of hippie Orson Welles or something so bizarre yeah it was fucked up man yeah he's written like dozens of books about the Beatles and shit I guess like, this guy how? like I don't know like, like get a fucking life dude seriously I love the Beatles but Jesus there's other bands in the world it's like several at least like three or four other bands <laughs> it's a few dozen but yeah movie theater experiences like- I saw Grindhouse the Tarantino Rodriguez double feature yeah you saw that twice, twice in right? like three days I saw yeah. it once with you and our friend Corey and once with just Corey I don't that know if I ever laughed hilarious. that hard at a theater like, there's so much crazy shit it's just so outrageous the kid who like accidentally shoots himself in the head <laughs> oh my god <laughs> gonna eat your brains and gain your, your knowledge. knowledge well it was fun to just see like random shit like a trailer for werewolf women of the ss oh man that's my like, favorite part of that the was thing. fucking awesome or like Death getting two movies like that was really fun they I were just, both really good yeah i just never seen movies that went there you know went yeah. to that place and yeah i remember the first time seeing it <laughs> they're like deep, shit. deep inside death camp 13 and i was like what <laughs> you've been chosen <laughs> rejoice <laughs> nicholas cage is fu manchu <laughs> Oh, and I was like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Oh, shit. And there was like that Thanksgiving trailer. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Machete. Yeah, that spawned a real movie several yeah. years down the road. I'd like to see Thanksgiving come out. I'd actually like to see Werewolf Women of the SS get made. Oh, my God. I'd love to see that. Get well, Rob Zombie to do that. The weirdest shit. thing about some of this stuff is that these were all maybe parodies, but still of like based on real things. In the 70s, there was a subgenre of movies of specifically Nazi werewolf movies. <laughs> yeah. Most famously, there's Ilsa, She-Wolf of the SS. Well, how bizarre. There's like a trend. It's pretty weird. And then Thanksgiving, of course, is kind of like Halloween. Oh yeah, Don't. Don't would be great. I guess that was supposed to be kind of like a hammer horror I thought of it as like an Italian horror movie. Yeah, it was a parody of some specific type of movie. I can't remember what. I know Edgar Wright directed it, and he's he's a huge nerd, yeah. He's an 
enormous nerd, yeah. Yeah, he knows just like, everything about movies, mm-hmm. totally. And then, yeah, Machete, that movie was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We saw that in the theater. It was cool. It, it wasn't was as good. cool as, like, the Grindhouse movie. Like, I mean, those two movies were just so damn good. But it was still cool. It was still, like, really fun and awesome. It was interesting how sort of political it got with this weird wall thing that was being built by, like, Steven Seagal, who was, yeah. like, the least believable Mexican I've ever seen. Eh, it was weird. It's kind of like a lot of nowadays, sort of. I mean, it's in the second one. Isn't, like, Mel Gibson in that? I, I think, think they so. got Mel Gibson Something to, like, play like the villain. That huh. crazy son of a bitch. Those were great. There was one time I went to go see Man of the Year with yeah. our friend Brian. It was advertised as, like, a killer comedy. Like, it was just fucking great. Like, it was gonna be hilarious. The comedian was gonna become president because of his ideals and values. So we go see this movie. We're the only two in the whole theater. It was, like, a two o'clock showing or a three o'clock showing or something yeah. like that. And there was all these plastic wrap and, like, bags over most of the chairs. Like, oh, weird. And there was, like, caution tape and stuff. It was a weird so area. Like, stabbed in the theater? Yeah, and it was like, they're still running this shit and someone had died here? <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? That movie was really bad. I'm sure people who have seen that, you know, it's really bad. What was cool about it is that it was so boring that we just started fucking around in the theater and we just made an obstacle course in the theater and just jumped from seat to seat, hooting and hollering and throwing plastic everywhere. Probably gonna get arrested for this right now, but They'll we'll finally see. track you down. <laughs> yeah, they'll get me. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I remember the trailers and stuff for that movie. It looked like a comedy. It was like some weird paranoid espionage thriller. Yeah, it turned like, into like a political thriller. Yeah, it was like voting fraud. It was some new technology to help regulate votes or I don't know what the fuck they were doing. It was some automatic voting machine. Remember that started like a lot of, more states started doing that in like the mm-hmm. 2000s of these automated voting machines rather than using paper ballots and a lot of people were worried about the possibility of fraud and I think they did get kind of screwed up in some states in some cases. So that's what happened and it was just like a glitch in the uh, software somewhere. For whatever reason, spoilers, if you haven't seen this shitty movie, I don't recommend it. You know what? I take my spoiler back. No one cares about this movie. It's just a bug in the machine and it's just Robin Williams. So he just gets ahead in by the, mistake. Yeah, just by a complete glitch and that's huh. it. All this voting fraud comes up and this conspiracy angle and shit like that. It's really out of control. I'm not sure Weird. how much sense it makes. I'd have to see it again. Even the poster I used to think was cool, but now it's just like, that's fucking lame. Yeah, man. it's kind of dumb. God damn it. It's just Robin Williams in a powdered wig with this mm-hmm. weird look on his face. He just pissed himself. Terrible. There's another movie with Dennis Quaid who's yeah. in some movie called like Swing Vote. The whole election's decided by one vote and it's gonna be like his vote. I thought that was a weird idea. <laughs> yeah, but they do that sometimes. It makes shit look like it's gonna be funny and it's not. Yeah, it's um, annoying. What's that Will Ferrell movie where his life just starts being narrated one day like he's in a book? Stranger Than Fiction. I remember I kind of wanted to see that. I did too. Like I think yeah. I just watched the first few minutes of it one day because my sister got it from Netflix and she watched the rest of it and she's like yeah it really wasn't that funny it was more kind of dark and disturbing because yeah like figures huh. out that the author of his life because he's not even a fucking real person is like planning to have him killed off because oh, he can weird. hear what the author what she's saying or thinking or something too and he knows he's gonna die and that his existence is just a complete lie like it sounds kind of horrifying yeah that <laughs> really. sounds like a crazy horror movie huh. I don't know what the resolution is if there is one if, if he just dies be cool if it just ended that way so finally <laughs> finished my book I don't like it when movie trailers pull the old switcheroo sometimes they'll make a movie look really terrible in trailers but yeah. when you finally see it it's like oh that wasn't as bad as the trailer made it seem to be I thought that about Step Brothers it turned out to be like about 10 times funnier than like, it actually way looked way fucking good it looked like it might be okay and then I saw it and I was like this is insanely funny 
funny. That's what I thought about Scooby-Doo. The trailer made it look like complete dog shit. The movie was actually just like, okay. Like it was like, eh. Terrible. Like it wasn't I, terrible. I watched it on a bus one time. <laughs> That's the best place yeah, to watch I it. I think it was on a bus coming back from oh, Fun Town. Shit, Fun <laughs> Town. <laughs> Driving through I-95 through Soccer. <laughs> That's the most appropriate bus. place for that. It wasn't even a good bus. It was a fucking school bus for some reason. What the fuck? <laughs> How did they project it on a school bus? It's on a TV. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like they do that in buses sometimes. So let's have a little TV. That's awesome. Yeah, what else did I watch in buses? Not the horror movie Jack Frost. That would have been awesome because the movie's funny. The oh, weird... with Michael Keaton? Yeah, the... yeah, like my dad died. Now he's a snowman. This <laughs> used to be my harmonica, boy. Now you can have it whenever you play it. I'll always it be so there weird. for you. That movie can be kind of a horror movie. I think it like, was around Christmas. It was too. really creepy. The way he behaved around his son was questionable. And... What, did he fucking molest him or something? <laughs> what does that mean? Um, questionable. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, let's not get into specifics. Let's just leave it at that. The makeup, was it CG or animatronic? It looked like it was real. I don't know, animatronic or something. It didn't look like CG. Well, it looked like a freak made. show. <laughs> yeah, the like, animatronics is a goddamn freak show. Well, and it's like, like an animated snow face. It like, you just really don't weird. do it, dude. You just don't, because it's going to make kids vomit and shit themselves at the same time, and you don't want that, because yeah, it's terrible. It's flying out of both ends. They're uh, spinning around in a circle, And then they dude. miss school, and then they don't go to college, and they want to pour like us. And that's what happens when you... What the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i don't know um, when you make movies like jack frost yeah let's terrify these kids spook them um, stupid let's say watching a bus oh this is a great one because i was coming back from this one time i saw the red Sox about 20 years ago now mm -hmm. come back on the bus from fenway park because it's organized by the parks and rec they played sandlot on the bus sandlot's a cool movie yeah sandlot's great and it's baseball so you know it made mm -hmm. sense i haven't seen any movies on buses i've seen a weird amount of movies on buses yeah or on planes or anything <laughs> oh yeah like that. then there's I mean, I guess it's a common thing, but I've never had it. You know, it'd be cool on buses What's that? to have a copy of Crazy Bus and Desert Bus. Desert Bus. <laughs> yeah, play some. So bus people games. can play these bus games. Well, pretend they're the one driving. <laughs> It'll shut them kids up. Yeah, they love Crazy Bus. Yeah, they Sweet love that bus shit. Demo. It's you play. Great. Why didn't they just put that as like a DVD if they wanted to like it? Basically, just advertisements for buses. If yeah, no, why didn't no they just one's like... gonna know what we're talking about. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy yeah. Bus is this video game for. Oh fuck it, just leave it. <laughs> Venezuela or something. And all it is is you just like look at pictures of buses, and for some reason it's on like a bootleg Sega Genesis cartridge. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Found out of that thanks to like, the angry video game nerd played it, if you can call it playing it. Yeah. Just kind of look at it. Yeah, they should have made like a bus documentary and just bus attached yeah. this. These are the stats of the bus. These are the if best. If you were to drive them. Buses in all of Venezuela. Come on, bus races, we'll make it happen. <laughs> Over the road racing. Race your bus. <laughs> Big motherfucking buses. <laughs> Bus races ever a thing? I don't know. They should be. I'd love to see that. Try to turn that thing around like a tight corner without flipping it. It's <laughs> old cool. shitty. Get a bunch of old shitty Greyhound buses that they don't use anymore, or old shitty sweet. school buses. We can rig attachments like traps and stuff onto Everyone, the buses, yeah. like oil slicks and stuff. I when I was a kid, I wanted to build my own army of other kids and have a bus that was like yeah. a bus tank. I was gonna paint it all like green camo colors and have like a big ass machine gun turret sticking out of that little thing that opens up oh, on the top hatch yeah. there, like in case the bus is on fire. I always wanted. 
can like up armor it. I always wanted be great. to build like a insane. combat bus and yeah. enter the Twisted Metal tournament when that happens when Donald Trump is elected president. Hail Trump. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the best, most yeah. twisted metalist of all tournaments. It's going to be big money tournament. Number Everybody, one, Trump, yeah. Trump bus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, put machine guns on that shit and just enter that contest. Win big. Win your final ultimate witch from Calypso is now Trump's right-hand man for some reason. That would be cool. Yeah, I could see Trump enacting the Twisted Metal tournament. Yeah, it'd be great Charge for Charge people 10 bucks for a water bottle. It'd be perfect. That's how we'll pay yeah. down a national debt. Twisted Metal tournament money. Oh, man. What <laughs> a nightmare. Yeah, because that contest is crazy. They just go to like a city block and they're just like, okay, here's the contest. Just kill each other in these crazy vehicles. And you just end up destroying the block. You end up destroying most of like the area that you're in. Like random people are just killed. It's crazy. Oh, it's pretty terrible, actually. Yeah, I don't think they should do that in yeah. real life. That'd probably be a bad idea. It'd be like mm -hmm. Death Race 2000. Ah, that movie's cool. Good old Sylvester Stallone. It's not part of it. Yeah, late night on TV. It seems right, a lot yeah. of weird movies late night on TV. I watched it on Netflix. Yeah. They have a lot of weird movies, too. It's a other game called Carmageddon. Where you drive <laughs> around. The goal of the game is to run into pedestrians as yeah. you're racing to get maximum points. It's pretty crazy. That other movie, too, Blood Car, which I really want to see. It's still on the very long waiting Blood list. Blood Car. It's yeah, about I think this, he told me about that. It's like the 70s movie where this guy develops this engine that runs on human blood instead of <laughs> gasoline. So it's That's like, crazy. what the fuck? That must smell really bad. It's probably terrible, yeah. Ever been in a blood bank? No. And when I was in second grade, we took a field trip to a hospital. They showed us the blood room, and I remember the smell of just all this blood in one place. <laughs> made me physically sick. Yeah. Me and like three of the other kids had to like go sit out in the lobby because we were getting nauseous. Just hearing about it's making me nauseous. I can't describe what it smells like I've never smelled blood before or since really Love the hot it's the smell of hot blood orc blood hot and the, my blood my heart I is got, bleeding I got the blood lust oh. I got the blood fought after I ate all them fish taquitos blood sausages mm. yeah the blood skids right there it's scabs kidney pie fuck english breakfast food fried toast <laughs> oi oi I, brown bread god damn that's terrible brown bread. i don't think i can do a british accent apples and pears apples and pears uh, Shit, really what does that mean it. again cockney rhyming slang you know what they call us yankee doodle seppos seppos because septic tank rhymes with yank uh, it's pretty mean guys you stop saying that that is ugly man <laughs> holy shit These people are disgusting <laughs> unless they're listening to our show then they're cool i'm just kidding we love the queen. I think she's hot. I have no comment. <laughs> Playing it safe. Yeah. I gotta grab some smokes. I'm fucking jonesing for a sick of weed, brother. Sick of weed. It's been more rhymes than a lazy Susan. Movie theater experiences, I guess. Yeah, we've been talking about that off and on. Zodiac was an interesting one. We went to see. That was fun. We saw it together, right? Yeah. It was one of those things where if people have experience with taxi cabs, like I've had many, where I'm like, oh shit, I gotta be at this place really soon. If I walk there, I know I'll be late. If I call a cab, I might be on time. But then you wind up getting there later than if you had just walked. And yeah. that's what happened to us, because we called the cab, because 
the movie was starting really soon. And we got to the movie 45 minutes in. We saw the rest of it, and we thought it was great. As soon as we left, the manager was talking to us about it. He was like, oh, remember the whole intro? It was really cool. And we were like, no, we got here, like, really late. Or no, he knew we didn't see the beginning. Because oh, he was like, you guys can go in, but I think you've missed, like, all the murders. I guess there was one scene that he really liked, but we missed it because we showed up late. And he was like, oh, well, just go back in and watch the beginning again if you want. So we were able to finish it that way, which is cool. I saw it out of order, yeah. So it was, like, good enough that it didn't really bother me. So that was cool. So we started walking home after yeah. that. And it's dark out. It's fairly late. We left around the time we had entered the theater the first time. We kind of kept on the honor system there. Could have just stayed and watched the whole thing again. We yeah. decided not to. We were walking home, and then all of a sudden, this old Cadillac or whatever. This big old black just 60s like, looking car. Kind of rolls up next to us, and it just coasts next to us. Yeah, it was a rolling pretty, pretty while we dark were street, too. Yeah, and it took him a while to ask. It felt really long when he was just like rolling next to us before he even said anything. He creeped up next to us and eventually came to a complete stop and then rolled the window down. The inside of his car also looked really weird. And like he looked kind of weird. Orangey glow. Yeah, he had a weird hat on. Yeah, he's old and he looked kind of haggard. There's this orangey glow. Like he had this crazy dashboard. Like it was really bright, bright orange color. He had like briefcase and like papers scattered papers all everywhere. over the place. Yeah. It was really weird, and we thought, oh shit, Zodiac's this return. is the Zodiac's revenge right now. But that was pretty crazy. And he was going to a sleep study. Like, it looked like I hadn't slept in about two weeks, because there's a hospital near where we were walking, and that's probably where he was trying to find, yeah. that's my guess. So we just gave him instructions, and then, yeah, that was pretty much it. He was like, thank you, and, and drove he drove off. off but he didn't drive off kind of like... weirdly slowly. He was almost like he was going to stop again. Yeah, well, he did stop, remember that? Like, he got like okay. a ways up, and then stopped, yeah. and then continued again. We were like, oh fuck, he's gonna turn around, back up, and just shoot us. Well, I remember we just looked pistol. at each other. It was crazy. And that Donovan song started playing in my head. It's a hurdy-gurdy man, bro. <laughs> it was quite an experience, and that just kind of added to the whole movie-going experience. Like, yeah, it was like perfect timing in a weird way. It was cool. It was weird. I had a weird thing that was similar to that when I went to go see Quarantine, which is kind of a mediocre, on-rail mockumentary with zombies or whatever. It's the American version of that Spanish movie record, yeah, record right? Yeah. That is supposed to be really good. I haven't seen either version. I guess it's like pretty much a shot for shot remake is mm. what I hear. I haven't seen it either. But I went to go see Quarantine. It was one of the last showings in the theater. It was going to leave. It was the last showing of the night. So it was like around 9 o'clock, maybe almost 10, something like that. I was the only one in the theater when I got my ticket. Like I was yeah. the only one there watching the movie, which kind of made it a little bit creepier. It made it more fun that way, I guess. I think it would be, yeah, watching yeah. a horror movie alone. And so it ended and I was like, well, that was kind of cool, nice. And then I walked out of the theater and there was no nobody around. I walked into the lobby. There were no employees, no manager, nothing. And that's kind of like typical of that theater around like 11, um, almost midnight. Yeah, that's weird. I don't understand how the security of this place works. Yeah. I mean, maybe all the money is out of the drawers and into the safe. By so the they after the last showing. Nobody can rob it. I don't know if this is normal for movie theaters. If you go to the late show at our local major chain theater at like 9.30 and then you get out at like 11.30 or 11, most of the lights are off in the lobby and there's no employees. Yeah, it was weird. So I was like, oh, Alright, that's a little weird, but that's pretty normal, I guess. I walk out into the parking lot, and there are no cars. None in the parking lot. I'm like, okay, that's really kind of weird. Applebee's, there's no cars? What time do they close? I don't know. Uh, maybe they close at like 11. There was just nothing. The grocery store, dead, of course. And it closes pretty early. So I started walking home. It's just kind of like down this long road, and then a left on like a side street, and that's pretty much it. Most of that trip down the long road next to a really busy street in town, there were no cars, no activity, nothing for like like 
15 minutes. It was the weirdest thing. And I was thinking like, did I sit through a zombie apocalypse while I was watching this weird zombie movie? Cause yeah, that's a major through streak. I won't say what town we're in, but yeah, it goes right through secret, our town east west. Usually even at any time of the night, mm -hmm. you're going to see at least a big rig truck going through something or, something, or a Someone cop or a cab. anything. Like, it's crazy. I didn't see anybody until I got into a less busy side street where I was going to my house. Yeah, a car drove by and I was like, oh, okay, so it's pretty normal. <laughs> but yeah, that was a weird experience and that was pretty fun. We saw Fearless together. That was fun. Yeah, and Brian was there too. That was a lot of fun and we yeah. did. I mean, Carlos Mencia sucks, but he did exactly <laughs> what we said we would do. Like, guys, we go to see a kung fu movie. I'll just believe that they now know a bunch of kung fu movies. We kept trying to like run, run up, up the wall of the poles, movie theater yeah. and that all that shit. Fun. Yeah, that was great. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, that was a good movie. Jet Li is just the shit. Yeah, he really is. Super bad. I was thinking of Super Bad. That was fun. That was just fun, dude. That was insane. Do you remember what it's like in that theater? That was fucking. People were like rolling actually. on the floor. Yeah, dead. that was. It was fucking a zoo. Yeah, well, I remember like the part. There were people swinging from the ceiling. Yeah, there's across, a like throwing sudden, popcorn. Yeah, everywhere. there's a chandelier. All of a sudden, people were swinging off. Yeah, it was nuts. They there were was popping like balls of champagne, champagne spilling showers. all over the place. You <laughs> had to kind of hold your cup out to make sure to try and catch some of that champagne. All of a sudden, people were doing like upside down bong hits. There's this moment in this one Beastie Boys song, Shake Your Rump, and all of a sudden it's just like, oh. it sounds like a thousand oh, dudes yeah. just yelling at the same time. It's basically what that whole thing sounded like. Yeah, it I was crazy. a specific time where Seth Jonah Hill, so, yeah. yeah, he was dancing with that girl who was like on her period and he has this red stain on Oh, his man, and I just lost my shit. It was so <laughs> silent. I was the only one giggling. I remember the whole theater freaking out. Before, it was oh. like, oh, man, is that fucking period blood? That was the line that got everyone. Before that, people would realize what it was and I've heard people shifting in their seats and they were like oh oh you can hear it like really yeah. low <laughs> and I remember I was the only one laughing when it was he had the red stain on his pants what a great adventure movie that yeah, is yeah it really it's is weird that's what it felt like cause everybody in the theater was just on this crazy journey with these guys and <laughs> yeah just 100% invested later on he goes into the basement and he's trying to wash that's one of my favorite scenes when he's figuring out a way to wash that shit off his pants and he finds the detergent in the basement he's washing it off and then he just opens the fridge and there's a shitload oh, of beer yeah, in it. Oh, yeah, it's like glowing. Yeah. It, <laughs> like a hundred <laughs> bottles of, looks like probably Miller High Life. Or he dumps the out soap. all the yeah, soap. Yeah, dumps, yeah. Like you poison everybody unless you clean those out really Didn't, good. Uh, is it a homeless dude? He like got their soap on a bus. He was like, this ain't soap, this is beer or something like that. Oh, I, And he like took one of them. I think so. He's like drinking it on the bus later <laughs> with Fogel and he like tried to start a fight. Probably got it soap poisoning. He was all delusional and shit. Yeah, he went blind. Soap poison. Oh, poor baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to a shitload yeah, of movies that year, 2007. That was a good year for movies. It what was. else did we see that year? We saw uh, 300. It was one of those things like I liked when I saw in the theater and just didn't hold up after that. Nah, it was kind of a dumb movie, not really. really. It was fun the first time, I'll admit. Like, really yeah, fun. Yeah, it was awesome. It's a fun movie theater experience, mm -hmm. for sure, especially if you haven't seen it before. For some reason you have the chance to see it that way, yeah, probably do it. I forget what else. Fearless Blades was... of Glory. That was fun. <laughs> Does this but, look right to you? Yeah, that scene with the oh, hot dog shit. vendor man with two hot dogs in one butt. That's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. I'm sorry if that's like offensive to anybody. I mean, it's a weird homophobic joke. But it's funny, man. It's funny. The imagery lie. is really funny. I can't. The timing of it, you know. So good. Yeah, that was a fun movie to see together. Well, the ending. Should we leave? Should we leave right now? Right now? Yeah. <sighs>
They just fly away. And I was like, holy shit, that's the ending. Wow. <laughs> that was a great fucking ending. The movie ending. just ended like that. What the hell? <laughs> it made absolutely no sense. <laughs> what a whacked out movie, man. Speaking of movies I bought while stoned. <laughs> Did you buy that while you were high? Yeah, that Nacho Libre at Walmart. Oh, fuck yeah. Nacho Libre is a stoner classic I bought supreme. like two stupid movies and like a bunch of Sobe and like a pair of shoes because I was placed at Walmart. Brian was drunk at Walmart. Walmart and he kept just, trying to start a fight with you. I don't remember that because that I was, was a different time. Drunk. He was just <laughs> buying everything. He was just sitting in the cart and his girlfriend at the time wheeled the cart around and Brian was sitting in it and he was just going by the pants while going to like the frozen food. He would just grab a pair of pants and he just bought a random pair of pants. Bought a random jar of pickles. He just bought random shit throughout the store. Yeah, remember that we're drinking, we're really drinking cans of High Life in the car it's on the way like up. Road sodas. Yeah, those were blowing off. We steam. do not condone road sodas. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're not. <laughs> driving and maybe i can donate it a little bit but if you're driving don't drink road sodas yeah i think it's drink fine. real sodas if you're, if you're a casual passenger as long as you pay the driver's fines after you get caught and yeah. they're not drinking then i don't see the problem don't break protocol am i right yeah protocol bro don't break protocol don't do it don't let that happen <laughs> well just don't be stupid like somebody we know and wear your seatbelt and don't get pulled over that four times and go to jail your license <laughs> taken away for Name two years buy from tardif electronics he's the best yeah that's our advertisement in. for him is yeah, it thundersteel i think it is thundersteel. thundersteel his band and his electronics business are both it's pretty great. cool yeah top notch thundersteel is a name that you can trust a name that you can rely on i would sounds right to me thundersteel, thundersteel. i had another cool uh, movie going experience in august a few years ago, probably like 2007, maybe. I saw Monster House whenever that came out. Yeah, I think it was even longer ago. Might be wrong. Maybe. I think it was like than that. It came out after Napoleon Dynamite, and that was 04. Maybe it was 07 or 05 or 06. It was it released in the middle of August. I don't understand these movie studios. Maybe they're just trying to beat like a craze or something, but they just release like a weird movie in an odd time of the year. It's like getting a Christmas movie in summertime. It's weird, and they do that often. It was fun. I thought the movie was really good. I had a kind of religious experience, I guess kind of like Joel with the Polar <laughs> Express on that show. You know, it was great. The theater was really cold, so it felt like autumn. The movie really captured the feel of fall and Halloween and that's the whole spirit of that season. It just captured it. So by the time the movie was over, I was like, oh yeah, it's going to be Halloween in a couple days. Awesome. It got me in the mood for Halloween and I walked out of the theaters and it was so hot and humid and sticky. I felt like I was walking into Satan's butthole. I was like, what the hell is going on? I just thought it was weird. Yeah. But it was so hot still. It was like, what the fuck? It it's supposed the, to be like falling so leaves. Much. Wonderful experience. We saw Stop Making Sense. Speaking of fucking religious experiences, <laughs> that was insane. The Talking <laughs> Heads concert great. film where the director, who I actually got to talk to a little bit, Jonathan Demme, was there. Uh, that was amazing. That was great. I was completely just spent after it. Barely even like talk. It was cool. Completely sucked like, all the energy out of my body. Jonathan Demme was there and he introduced the movie and it was encouraged that everyone sing along and dance and stuff. People literally and dancing in the aisles. Everyone did. And I think me, you, and a buddy of ours were the youngest one there by like 20 years or something. Uh, I think there were a few other people probably in their 30s. Yeah, you're probably I right, I think they're actually. all that old. It was mostly older people, and I felt like I was at that show. It 
it's so loud and chaotic and energized that there's just such an energy to the room. And the sound was perfect. It was, it was totally crystal clear. Perfect. Whoo! Take me to the river. Drop me in the water, man. Need a bath. God damn. Seriously, I really do. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's great. We have a film festival in this area that I try to at least see one movie at every year. One year I got to see like 10. I always try to take my vacation around that time of the year. And then yeah. it's like, oh yeah, I just don't feel like doing shit because I'm always doing something every day. I just went anyway last year because I was yeah, like, I just can't skip it. Skip yeah. it. It only comes around once a year for mm -hmm. a week and a half and it's gone. It's a good time. It's a lot of fun. I'd like to go to the Jewish festival sometime. Oh yeah. They've, fun. Down in Brunswick. Yeah, that would be cool check that out. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. I don't know how many Jewish people there really are in Maine. I don't think it's very many. <laughs> I don't know. But they managed to make a film festival, so that's cool. It's pretty neat. I saw a Good Burger in the theater. How are we forgetting The Raid? What we saw in theater? That was insano. That was like, fucking nuts. We were two of four. Why did I say it like that? And there were other two men in there. They were much older Quite than us. Older. That movie was exhausting. By the end of that movie, I think we all walked out, all four of us. We just looked at each other and then just like, like just breathed deep like and exhaled. And we were like, holy we were just like, what the hell was that, man? What a yeah. great experience. That was the that was best amazing. movie experience. That was particularly rough on me because I think I was like a little hungry already when the movie mm -hmm. started. Don't watch this on an empty stomach. Don't watch this movie. Because I almost passed out. I Don't watch this movie while you're eating. It'll make you throw up. In the best way imaginable. Yeah. Binge and purge. Just <laughs> eat, raid. wait an hour after you yeah, ate like to watch the raid. But swimming don't, rules. Don't swim while you're hungry because then you'll die, I think. Right. I definitely went to go get something to eat right after. Like we either went to get pizza or BK or something. It's probably BK. Those BK's shitty sliders. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking quad stackers. Whopper Jr.'s heavy mayo dance special. I want to see that bitch. Ooh. It's an extra dance sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Dayonaise. <laughs> we can talk about those camp days. Yeah. I'm talking about Dayonaise in the camp days. I should write a funky country song. <laughs> camp days like in the Dayonaise. Honky tonk, but donk a donk. Honky tonk, but donk a donk. What about dick sucking hero? Dig suck it, hero. hero. He's got, got cum in his eyes. That one cock. That one penis. Felt good in his hands. Felt good in his mouth. And he oh, was shit. a dick sucking hero. Come in his eyes. We gotta actually complete that sometime. <laughs> I think the song pretty much writes itself, too. Yeah, we just right. gotta do a straight parody of that Dire Straits. Not Dire Straits. Farner. I don't know. Farner. Song. And Brian Adams. Those ads for <laughs> yeah. a year. Together, finally, Foreigner and Brian Adams. Foreigner. Cold as ice. And Brian Adams. Summer of 16. Together. Man, what's another Foreigner? Dirty little white boy. Dirty white boy. Those are Loverboy songs. And Loverboy has always sucked. <laughs> hey, that's not true. I saw them at Madison Square back that in 85. That is freaking awesome. It's a rocking show. Only the Chosen One can wield the Foreigner belt. I don't know. He wielded it. Uh, Somebody like wielded it. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> wielded shit up. He was the only one that truly knew Foreigner, I guess. Yeah. Hot-blooded. Check it and see. Go ahead and check it and see. <laughs> yeah. It's cold at that. You're willing to sacrifice You can't eat up our moon juices. I don't really like so. Foreigner. I don't either. I don't like Journey, and I don't like Boston. Yeah, they suck. Don't like Kansas. Sticks are pretty bad. Uh, yeah, Sticks suck. Queensryche sucks. Queensryche, I feel like a different category. <laughs> They're like a weird metal band. I've I never guess. listened to them. I know like, a lot of people are totally obsessed with their fucking Operation Mind Crime album. <laughs> like, it's the best shit ever. That's right. Operation <laughs> Mind Crime. Where yeah. the drain police. Their fans are like, intense. They're like Megadeth fans or Jeez. something. Yeah, yeah I don't 
obsessed with those. Funny photos. article on The Onion that was like, <laughs> <laughs> people continue trying to create art even after the release of Megadeth's Rust in Peace. Because, <laughs> you know, it's so pointless after that album to try to do anything good. <laughs> I don't know. I never really listened to that band that much. I just know um, that uh, Dave Mustaine is a piece of shit. He calls his fans faggots and stuff on stage. And it's like all about, terrible. yeah, it's all for Rick Santorum. What the fuck? Back in 2012 race. What the hell? Yeah, he's a weird These people are whacked, man. Remember there's this one woman who came into Bull Moose just ranting about how much better they are than Metallica and that basically they like, stole that band from Dave Mustaine. That's a weird thing that I did not know until recently huh. was in the early days of Metallica, Dave Mustaine was a member, but he left before the first album I think was even released and started his own band. I guess a lot of the stuff on their first album he actually wrote. Well, that's weird. Anyway, Metal Talk with Macatron. Yeah. Welcome back to the Metal Cast. <laughs> I hope you have your coffee, your cigarettes. Yeah, your black metal coffee. Black metal coffee. <laughs> black metal coffee. Now that's a comic book just waiting to happen. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing... The Tuesday uh, Afternoon Metal Emporium with us. <laughs> we're going to be discussing Megadeth. Relationship uh, Me- with Metallica. Metallica. What uh, really happened to Dave Mustaine? We'll later move on to Demo Borgir and Cradle of Filth. Who is better? We'll turn it to the phones. We'll open the lines up. Call it 555-681-7238. Welcome to our show. <laughs> We should have a show, man. Brief pause for station identification. We should just release that as our pitch for a show. Death Metal Hour. Wouldn't that be cool? Like a metal cast? Yeah, I don't really like that much metal, though. A lot of metal sucks. I like metal, but... I like some of it. A lot of it kind of sucks. I don't listen to a whole lot of it. I think there's probably a lot of other bands that I wouldn't probably like if I listened to more of it. I love Motorhead and I like Phantom and a few other bands. Yeah. The stuff that sounds more like punk, basically, is a lot of the metal that I like. Yeah, I mean, that's like... Probably the best stuff. Opeth is good for, like, death metal or doom metal I guess I've never listened to I've, doom metal I don't know much about it I like that band called sleep they did this one album called dope smoker and it's only two songs and the first song <laughs> is like an hour long <laughs> just wow, the same it's, awesome. it's just the same big loud riff it's pretty cool it sounds really cool it's really kind of sludgy huh. like black sabbath oh, kind of okay. guitar sound it came up back in 2003 I guess they recorded it back in the mid 90s though and they couldn't hmm. get it released for like eight years weird I don't know how many people would want to listen to that it's pretty popular online and rate your music it has a lot of notoriety i think a lot of people know about it maybe just because of how unique it is there's one song that's like an hour and then another song that's like nine minutes and that's it it's the whole record that's pretty crazy i like it we'll have to check that out sometime another group that's kind of like that too they have regular length songs uncle acid and the deadbeats they're pretty cool they're also kind of black sabbathy yeah there was that band hessian oh yeah they're like a main band right yeah they were pretty cool i like like, that record uh, a lot yeah i do too the audio quality is a little poor, but I can forgive that. The songs are good. The songs are pretty good. It does remind me a lot of Black Sabbath. The singer sounds like Ozzy. I was going to say Opeth. Ozpeth. Ozpeth! They're an interesting band, the Opeth. Remember they had one album. Wasn't it mostly acoustic? The one from like 2003, I think it's called Damnation. I, I have it. I'm listening to Probably right, it's Damnation, yeah. It's really weird. It's a lot softer. It doesn't go into like the death or doom metal or whatever. It's yeah. just soft rock ballads. It's really weird. I don't know how much I really like it it was okay I mean, it shows an interesting range yeah. at least they've done a lot of different kinds of things that's why i like them each song sounds like a few different songs just well, it's, like, it's like an anthology song it's like something. prog rock a lot of prog rock is like that the song will change completely like three or four times within the same song i don't really like this band all that much but some people think they're great the band yes i used to have one of their albums <laughs> never listened to yes i thought yeah. you were gonna say rush uh, be like, rush is pretty good man Come rush on. is Give us a rush of credit bro they're kind of prog they're 
more pop oriented, I think. Say like a band like Yes. I've never listened to Yes. Yeah, it's I've like four really long songs, and they change a lot within the same song. Some Pink Floyd stuff is like that, like some of the songs on Wish You're Here and Animals, like Shine on You Crazy Diamond. It's like parts mm. one through six, and then parts like seven through ten. By the way, I think both those albums are really overrated. Maybe it's because I don't like prog that much. Should put some Cannibal Corpse over this right now. <laughs> oh God, cool. I can't deal with those guys. They're too much for me. Pretty good. Yeah, I don't listen to them that often. I don't really don't know when an appropriate time is to listen to those guys, <laughs> but I do find times time like occasionally. Present. Pretty intense group. I remember hearing all about how much Jim Carrey likes them. Yeah, that's why I guess they were in that movie Ace Pet Ventura. Detective. He runs onto the stage and starts singing during a Cannibal Corpse concert <laughs> during this chase. I guess he chose that band because he was just a really big fan at the time. So it was pretty cool. Shit. I feel like I need more coffee. So that was just another off-topic thing. Just waiting for one of our co-hosts to get better. To stop dying. I hope you enjoyed Flesh it. Flesh-feeding bacteria. The smell syphilis. alone. Boy. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I think he has the mumps and chicken yeah. pox at the same time. He sprained his ankle again. His organs shifted around in his body in a weird way. They're like backwards. It's pretty crazy. It's a medical marvel. That somehow his esophagus swapped places with his stomach. But swapped places with his colon. And then his intestines are now in his ball sacks. His balls <laughs> are just floating there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, and his eyes where his balls are supposed to be and his balls are in his yeah. eye holes. It's quite a sight, folks. Yeah, he's kind of laid up. He's talking with his Microsoft Sam voice. Sorry, guys. I can't come over to record today. I hope you understand. But in all seriousness, we hope you get better, Keith. We love you. Dune will be sweet. Do you want to like, have people write in with their movie-going experiences? I mean, if anything in any of our episodes sparks is relevant to your life and existence, <laughs> tell us about it. Relate your stories back to us. We want to know all about you. Yeah, we want to learn more about the people who are listening to but, the show. Yeah, monocoolmovies at gmail.com. Write us in about anything you want. Have any questions or comments about the show? Any suggestions? We may or may not do them, but I mean, if you guys have any suggestions about like movies you'd want us to review, we're definitely cool. interested in hearing like, what people want out there. If you guys have any interesting like movie theater stories or or just whatever else we talked about, we can continue the conversation because I don't really remember everything we just talked about. Yeah, I don't either. Your opinions about like Dave Mustaine? You got anything to say about yeah. him? What do you think about the metal cast? Is that a good spin-off? Should we do a metal cast? Should we talk about metal music? I think we're totally not qualified to do any of that. We'll do it anyway, though. I'm not <laughs> technically qualified to be doing any of this, no. but we're doing it. <laughs> Until then, spice must flow. Yeah, the spice will flow. Prophecy has been foretold. There will be death eaters. Fear is the mind killer. His name is a killing word. Harry's name is a killing <laughs> word. So it kills all Voldemort. Yeah. Right? Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, his head blows up. Wonder cool movie dude signing off, I suppose. Peace out. Love, peace, chicken grease. Ain't Sims. no thing like a chicken wing, like a big butt on your lap. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> bye bye. Smoke weed every day, only if you feel like it.